Thank you guys so much again for joining us at Finger Guns Comedy. I'm, of course, Josh Rubenstein, uh, who plays Adam Armas. He is the bumbling idiot of the show. And, of course, I'm also the head writer. So I just want to say, before we start this table read, let's go ahead and check in with all of our actors. Uh, ben, Ben, are you there? How's it going, man? Are you doing okay? Yes, I'm here. Uh, I had, I just I just got married. So I'm officially Ben Hoverbish. Show me what you're working with. That's fantastic. Leonard, how are you doing? Is everything okay on your neck of the woods? Yeah, hi. Uh, everything's fine down here. We, we're still dealing with the fires a little bit and also, of course, COVID. But yeah, everything's fine. I'm happy to be here. Christelle, how are you doing? I got a new candle and it's supposed to get rid of all the bad auras that's surrounding the area. I'm not in my usual forest cottage. I'm kind of in the opposite area near the city and I don't really like all the smog I and know. the fog. I, again, you can't you can't do a internet show from the middle of the forest and seclusion. You're going to need internet. We're going to move over to uh, Lestrade, who of course plays Edward James, Edward Rosales. Hey, how's it going, man? What up, blood? You know the fucking vibes. We out here. I put my cigarette down so I could talk with y'all. But man, I mean, listen, I got to get my own card. Listen, we need to wrap this up. I need to go take a smoke break, bro. Okay, wow, that's fantastic. Okay, well, we're going to keep... Hey, yo, Latrell, put here. that down. Okay, put that we'll... down, Latrell. All right, well, we're going to move over to Xavier okay. Justice. I apologize. I've already Jerry. told you it's not Xavier. It's Xavier. Okay, Xavier. it's real simple. Okay. Xavier, Thank uh, you, I, 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 I did get your notes. I did get your notes on the script, and uh, I, I appreciate them. Of course, I always appreciate notes, uh, but I, I just feel like um, in this in this particular instance, maybe we mm-hmm. maybe we maybe we lay off some of the talk about booty eating. I, I just uh, that's just my mm. that's not necessarily kind of the, the show I'm trying to go for. I was uh, actually but make the same suggestion. We eat more butts on the show, you know. Yes, what I was actually going to say. I think we need to talk about eating booty because okay, it's an important Aaron, thing. Aaron, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just eating his booty. Yeah, like, yeah, like oh, we yeah, have yeah. to eat booty. That's a part of okay, the whole well, thing. I'm, I'm, First, you fucked up my contract. Now you okay, don't. No, no, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. All right, so let's go ahead and start here uh, at the very top. I'll go ahead and get in character. Take a quick second just to do that, okay? Listen, Ben. Listen, Sarah Borellis. Sarah Borellis. Silence. All right, I'm ready, guys. Let's do it. Hey, guys. All right. Okay. Hey, guys. Let's start from the the beginning. Welcome to Finger Guns Comedy. show we are live today ladies and gentlemen oh my gosh okay so we we got a fantastic show for you all today uh well so i'm just gonna say welcome to finger guns comedy i'm adam macias and if you haven't seen the show before every week me and the rest of the finger guns comedy crew try not to talk over each other as we discuss all the crazy shit happening in the world spoiler alert we always fail We have a jam-packed show for you today. We are joined by a very special guest, podcaster, journalist, Quincy Sirsmith, and he's going to show us how to make a loco moco live on air. We're going to do that. It's going to be live, guys. It's going to be awesome. And later on the show, we're going to play a little game called Blue Ball Hot Takes. So without further ado, let's go and bring Quincy on here. Let's see how everybody's doing. Uh, Quincy, are you there? Hey, how's it going, man? 
Hey, how's it going? Thanks for uh, joining the show. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, you sh showing us uh, how to uh, to cook because I, I, I literally have never made this dish before. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, I, I want to let people know that the loco moco that I have uh, asked you guys to make is not a traditional one. So anyone from like Hawaii or anything, please don't get mad at me. <laughs> it's not it's not traditional. I don't claim it to be. I'm not from there. Uh, don't, please don't yeah. hate me. Don't at Quincy Surasmith at at uh, which is which we can find your uh, your Twitter handle and all that stuff is at quintessent uh, quintessence quintessence the other one so it's not gonna work do not at him there but uh, well so I did want to talk a little bit so you are a podcaster and you have a podcast called Asian Americana is that correct yeah that's right so uh, tell me a little bit more about it what's uh, what's what's that what's that about so Asian Americana is a podcast about Asian American culture and history. Um, it talks about like a lot of the stuff that a lot of folks, Asian American and non-Asian American, don't often think about or know, like the fact that Asian Americans have been part of this country's history from even before the U.S. was an official country. Um, and so we talk about all sorts of things, right? Whether it's super older history, like how Asian Americans uh, were around in the 19th century, and there's Chinese Americans who built a town for themselves like around 1900 and that town still exists outside of Sacramento and they made Sacramento area farmable or it's wow. more modern stuff. Like um, there's this play called Cambodian rock band and it was talking about the music that was lost during their like Khmer Rouge civil war times um, and the genocide there. But like the play is like, well, how do you tell stories from survivors? And it's also fun stuff too. I talk about Claudia Kishi from the babysitters club. Uh, I talk about Boba and or bubble tea. Uh, I acknowledge both terms depending on where you're from. So it's all sorts of stuff. It's not just like old history. It's not just serious stuff. It's all sorts yeah. of stuff that's just Asian American culture. That's so. That's. I mean, that sounds awesome. And you were describing it to me earlier how it's a little bit more like in a like a uh, this American lifestyle. Uh, it's just not people talking. Like this is a full on almost audio documentary type of thing. Yeah. So it's um. You know, I try not to like make myself like uh, the only focus of it. I talk to. Uh, folks from all over the country, because part of the idea is that there's Asian Americans from all over the country of different backgrounds and ages and generations and stuff. And yeah, it's a lot more like that public radio style, which I realize maybe having people lose, <laughs> I may be losing people with that right now. But like, it's not just me chatting with friends. Um, I do know a lot of the people on there, but like, I really try my best to edit it together. So I'm telling stories. And if you don't like my voice, I'm only at the beginning and the end of it, so. <laughs> Not like this show. If you don't like my voice, fucking suck it, guys. Uh, no, uh, well, I'm always, uh, I'm really, really uh, glad to have another podcaster on the show. We were kind of talking about how editing is so important uh, for, and stuff like that on a show. So how did you, uh, I'm just curious, did you go to school or anything like that for editing or, or, or podcasting, or is this something you just picked up? I was worried you're gonna end that sentence with like, did you just go to, did you go to school? And I'm like, yes. Um, so <laughs> did you, I, you, you read a book before, right? You've done that. I read at least one once. book. Okay. Yes, that okay. is correct. Good, um, good. good. Uh, and it what's is it called like? The Holy... What's, no, um, and, what's it uh, like? <laughs> can you describe it to me? <laughs> the one book? I, it's been yeah, a while. the one book. Um, no, so I, I actually study theater. So I'm an actor. That's also, by uh, Distained. That, that book is uh, from Stained, right? It's the yes, autobiography. By, by the Stained. new rock band, new metal band Stained. Um, it's been a while. Sorry to interrupt you for my dumb joke. Please go on. <laughs> um, so, no, I actually studied theater and history, right? So uh, I went to college at UC Santa Cruz, and I've, I, I'm an actor. Uh, you probably don't know me because I'm not that famous of an actor. Um, but, like, I do a lot of voice stuff. I do uh, theater and, and local comedy stuff. Here's my fake. You can't see it on camera. I'm That's pointing to a fake degree uh, oh. right there. 
That um, looks like a real degree to me. Yeah, it's it's just from a comedy school that all that proves is that I spent at least three thousand dollars there. It doesn't mean anything else. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, you went to the IOS. That's what, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> that's a that's a UCB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sure exists right now. Um, <laughs> so the the point is that like I, you know, I'm doing all this other stuff, but I love public radio. You know, I'm like a big NPR. PRX, PRI, APM, mm-hmm. not just NPR. There's lots of different distribution networks. You know, I'm a big nerd for all that stuff. And, and I love the way awesome. they tell stories, but I was like, well, they're not really telling stories about my community and my experience, right? And that's fine. They're not, I'd rather like, I'd rather someone like me or someone in my community get to tell their stories. And that's a lot of the show's vibe too, right? Is that I want to tell Asian American stories through the voices of Asian Americans, right? Like um, through the experience of Asian Americans and, and where we have agency, it's not like bad stuff happened to us. And like, how awful is that end of episode? Like, no, I want to tell stories where like we managed to do stuff. And, and so a lot of other podcasts exist that are just like, Hey, we are Asian Americans. We're telling our story. And I think that's great. That's like fine. But I'm like, I don't know that if I did that also, if people would really care that much, like, Oh, here's just another guy. But I'm like, well, what if I tell other people's stories and all these, like, not lost to everyone, but uh, just histories and cultures that people don't know about or don't think about the same way, right? Like, um, I'm really from Southern cool. California, and like, for my Boba episode, a lot of people who like Boba are like, well, all Asians like Boba, and it's always like this. And I was like, well, no, let me talk to people who are, like, from different parts of the country, and they have different experiences with it. Some people didn't get it till college, even if they are Asian American. Some people... Um, it's not this cool thing. They're like, no, my parents would go grocery shopping in Chinatown and they would drop us off at the cafe so that we wouldn't get in trouble. And that was our boba thing. That wasn't cool. That was where our parents had us babysat, you know, like, nice. Um, yeah. And that's valid too. Like that's, that's a real experience for people. It's not just like this sort of SoCal Asian American cool youth culture, you know? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think it's, I, I think that's incredibly cool. You just decided to up and like, make a podcast and I've listened to your podcast and I think it's phenomenal for just like, boom, that, this is what we're going to do. And it's just like, it's just a, it is just a really good show. So I would definitely say everybody, please check it out. Now I did want to kind of uh, just transition very quickly into something that you uh, had mentioned before, how you are really into food. And we're going to talk about how we, you're going to help us cook uh, a meal live on air today, which I am uh, terrified about, but I'm, I'm excited mainly because my wife's going to get mad at me because the kitchen is not as cleaned as I want it to be. But, uh, that's, that's just, yeah, that's just me. But I I did want to say, so what is it? Is there some sort of, um, is there some sort of crossover from like you wanting to tell stories and then also, um, being into, um, like food, uh, at all? I think there's always a way to think about it that way. Right. Like I think, especially with now like food and foodie culture and celebrity chef culture, I think so much of the focus is on like, what is the, like a great celebrity chef this person is? Like, I want to learn how to cook their way. I want to like, and a lot of chefs who make it big, make it big by really pumping up their own name and their own style. And that's fair. Like I get, that's how the industry works. And you know, I'm not a professional chef. I don't run like a restaurant. I don't run like a real thing, but I think a lot about like, everyone has food memories and experiences. And when I like to cook, when I like host dinners, I try to think about like, well, what do the people that are coming like and how do they experience food? And wow. then in that process, I'm asking them like, not just like, oh, what foods do you like? But like, what are some cherished memories you have about food? What do you enjoy making for a loved one or having a loved one make for you? And it reveals so much more like people's relationships with food. And I think for folks that, um, I think everyone obviously like 
everyone has to eat. Like that's just a reality of of being a, a human, you know. But like, um, that is it's food true. reflects like your culture, your class, your background, like how you grew up, um, and it intersects in a lot of ways, right? So people, some people are like, oh, the best food possible is one my parents cooked for me when I was sick because it shows that they care, and I mm. am nostalgic for it. Some people are like. Oh no, the best food possible is like stuff from like really up and coming chefs who are like really doing some cool, crazy stuff. And, and I want to try all the newest like food trends because mm-hmm. that's what's happening now culturally. Some people are like, no, I want to favorite from a new place, from a new experience. Wow. I want to try like crazy shit. Like, so those are all different. And those people's tastes aren't going to necessarily be matched by what I think about. But if I ask them, I can learn about them through their relationship mm-hmm. with food. What, so what, let me ask you real quick. So what do you think? What is what do you think it means when somebody's favorite food is uh, like a meat lovers pizza from like the like a like a Domino's is what is, is have you just had to guess like what that mean about that person? I mean, normally I try to ask about these things, right? It could just mean that like you know, for me, for example, like I grew up not having access to great pizza. I grew up in Southern California suburbs, pizza, Ooh. and I grew up in an immigrant. Take like that, in, LA. <laughs> I mean, I I grew up in an immigrant community in an immigrant household where like pizza wasn't a thing we knew the the full quality range on so i ate pizza hut supreme pizzas a lot you know like growing up and to me someone who loves meat lovers dominoes might just be like they might be someone who grew up not having a lot of access to like you know what is a quote-unquote good pizza or whatever mm-hmm. um like well, they could be that someone uh, huh? the uh speak, so speaking of books uh i don't know if you had this but the, i had the pizza hut uh book drive Oh, you, man. Whenever I would read a book, I would get a certificate, and I could turn it into Pizza Hut for a little mini, uh, a little mini deep dish pizza for, uh, because of the because I read the book or whatever. So a lot you know, of kids I've got least, literate off of Greece back then. It was great. That's um, true. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, immediately associate Grapes of Wrath with uh, just a pepper, like an oily pepperoni uh, deep dish, which uh, is <laughs> ironic because the peep characters in Grapes of Wrath would have been in california central valley during the depression and had zero access to pizza hut so you know <laughs> yeah, exactly um well, but you know they, like it could mean that they grew up latchkey it could mean they grew up like not having access to that stuff it could mean that they just like simple things like maybe they don't think food should have to be super expensive and and pretentious they're like hey let me go to the Domino's and get a delivery from this corner and that's fine for them like who knows that's awesome well, I mean, thank you so much for coming on the show. I can seriously, let's, we're going to dive deep into storytelling and your food knowledge here in a minute. But first, let me bring in the rest of the Finger Guns crew. They're just patiently waiting uh, back there in the backstage. First of all, he's, uh, he is also going to be cooking with me today. He's holding a candle for some reason, and he looks amazing with his brand new camera there. Uh, Steve Satella, how you doing, man? Hello. <laughs> Very dramatic. He just blew out that candle. Um, h- how you doing, dude? A little sad. Um, oh no! Because my light just uh, tilted a little bit. So okay, all right. everything's <laughs> well, you okay. You look great. You look. You look uh, fantastic. I will tell you this though. Um, it was a uh, you know I like this new setup. However, we did try doing a green screen. And uh, we had to give it up because my Sotelo gang merch that's available at fingergunscomedy.com uh, wasn't going to be in it. show all of the letters of Sotelo gang. So I was going to end up being Solo Ang, and I'm not an airbender, uh, but I am a Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? And you okay. will be too once you buy my merch, guys. Okay, well, we'll save this for the plugs at the end of the show. Um, now, are you, Steve, are you excited about cooking this uh, this meal later on in the show here? Oh, I am very excited. 
I I do know a lot about Locomoco. Uh, I'm always this close to getting it because there is a Hawaiian food place down the street from us uh, called Aloha. I live in Alhambra. Why do you um, why why are you just this close? What stops you from getting it? Um, I well okay so I was a bigger boy, and I always feared that it wasn't enough food for me, and uh, it also was like fifteen dollars. So I was uh, like, oh, expensive. I, I could get three pizzas with that price. <laughs> and, well. Uh, well, yeah, definitely, definitely some mini pizzas if you read three books at least. Uh, oh, I can't. We're read. gonna. Oh, yeah, yeah same. Uh, I, well, I just wanted to let's go ahead and bring in our next uh, co-host here. She's also rocking a green screen uh, and a brand new microphone. Amelia Gonzalez, how's it going? Hey, it's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. I'm uh, actively yeah. in our uh, private chat defending Greece and Greece Two as well as Waitress the Musical. So uh, there oh, it is. Wow. Who said shit right. about Waitress the Musical? No one, no one said shit. No, no, no. It's fine. It's okay. I'm also the peacemaker of the group, everyone. So it's <laughs> fine. It's okay. Well, uh, well, uh, I did want to... Uh, well, that's a that's a really great thing. You're almost, you're almost like the... the uh, the consensus builder of uh, our finger guns comedy. Um, speaking of consensus, uh, how are you doing in, in your life right now? Uh, I know that you were uh, uh, struggling with the, the smoke over in your area right now. Cause you're over in Monrovia. So what's the consensus over there? <laughs> um, it actually, uh, the air quality is a lot better. Um, to quote like a joke on Twitter. Uh, once the air quality went from dangerously hazardous, to just hazardous, it was okay to go outside. So yes. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's it's just kind of <laughs> dangerous to everybody. Well, I hope yeah. I hope uh, you're safe right now. We're gonna go and move on to our next uh, person uh, uh, on the on the team here. We got Ezra Parter with us. Hey, and he's got a, a mannequin head in his background. What's, yeah, what's that about? I've, uh, well, I've been in I've been uh, visiting my parents and staying, and my office is my sister's room, which is where I am. <laughs> And uh, I've had this this the mannequin behind me for a while because I just think it's funny. And then my mom asked me why I didn't have the head on it, and I didn't know there was a head, but it doesn't match. <laughs> it doesn't fit. There's no way to put it on there. So um, wait, so it, is it is it just a head or is it the it's head? For just the a head. And I thought it was like one of those wig holders or something. My sister maybe had wigs. I don't know. Um, but it's not that she hair was probably is a part sketch of the comedy. Head. Runs in the family. That's correct. Like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. She okay. had wigs just for fun. I think. Um, oh, okay. But uh, or she didn't have wigs. It turns out this just this is just like maybe she brushed the mannequin's hair to practice. I don't really understand. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to do uh, uh, blue ball hot takes here in a second. But I'm going to bring on to other our other co-hosts here. We got Denzel Ward. What's up, buddy? What's going on? What's going down? Oh, and he sounds great. And he's got a Laker. Is that a Lakers background? Oh, yeah. yeah. Repping the Lakers because we are 2-0 and in our series. That means there's two more wins to go if you guys don't know how to count to four. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I just established <laughs> that. Uh, well, how are you doing, man? Are, are you, uh, You're wearing a sweatshirt, so it must be pretty chilly over there. Uh, yeah. We've got, as I stated last podcast, I keep the air on. The oh, air oh, is blasting. I do want to. I got Sorry to interrupt, Denzel, but we mm. got Steve Sattello rocking a Celtics. Uh, is that a, <laughs> a poncho? It's a poncho. Uh, it's a poncho. Uh, okay. I mean, well, All they're right. two and one right now, and they're the one, not the two. So, for those of you who also don't know basketball, that means they're losing. 
Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, you well, want to have more wins than the other Because I hate them. Yeah, exactly. You definitely, you definitely want more wins. That I know about sports for mm, sure. Yeah. But speaking <laughs> of our, our resident sports ex- expert, we have Edward Rosales with us as coming at the he's uh, last but not least, especially Edward Rosales. How's it going, man? Bang bang. Listen, we've been doing this podcast for what, almost three years now? Almost. Um and I heard you mention something, Adam. I heard you say if you're tuning in for the first time. If you're tuning in for the first time to this podcast, well please send us a message. Because what the fuck took you so long? Hell yeah. <laughs> My name is Edward. That's Adam. That's Steve. That's Amelia. That's Ezra. That's Denzel. We don't need to say our fucking last names anymore. <laughs> also, if you want to say my last name, you can go by James instead of Rosales, but that's neither here nor there. We're living for loving. Listen, I've been in quarantine since what? February? March? April. So I mean, March. Uh, March. Hopefully it's March. Hopefully March. Hopefully March. Ideally March. <laughs> Hopefully March. I am I'm living a quarantine dream right now. Quincy, it's mm. very nice to meet you. Um, let's go get Boba sometime. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for uh, joining us. Let's go, let, let's go ahead. Why don't we go ahead and start doing the hot tapioca express down the street? They know me. I'm a regular. There's also a Boba place right hey, now. Oh, actually, I was talking over you. What, go ahead and repeat what you were saying. I was just talking over you. Oh, yeah, let me repeat myself. Uh, Quincy, let's go get Boba. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very fun. Very fun. Okay, cool. So let's go ahead and get to it. Uh-huh. We're going to do Blue Ball Hot Takes. This is something uh, we did when I was not on the show, so it's a little bit different this time, only because uh, our guest was only asked to prepare uh, just a few. So we're going to go We're gonna go uh, around the horn and talk about hot takes. No explanations at all, okay? And we're just going to go around the horn. Try, no one can ask any questions about any of the hot takes, we just have to say them, and we move on. Uh, uh, Steve, did I did I get everything? Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, okay. I you nailed I, it, bud. I, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Well, Steve, um, I'm gonna ask you ask you to go first, if that's okay. It would be my honor. Please do. Thank you. Okay. So, move on to was better than the live-action Mulan. S.A. <laughs> mm. wow. will only be saved once we get President Dwayne The Rock Wait. Johnson. Wait, oh. Mm. oh. Okay, okay. If I break up with you, it was your fault. Fire. Fuego. No questions Gonzalez. Amelia Gonzalez. I just changed one of my hot takes, so I'm ready. I'm good. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. What you got? All right. Any Vegas trip, I don't care if it's in quarantine or out of quarantine, is officially overrated. Uh, Mm. Fettuccine Alfredo is the best pasta. And autosave in video games needs to happen. It needs to happen (laughs) from here on out. Is it not already? Oh, he did. can't it's talk about it. Hey, you made it. I will you say made this up. You made this up, Steve. You don't know it. the rules. Hey, what, 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 what scented candle is that, Steve? What's the mood you're setting over there? That's a great question. It's a piece of shake no candle question. I got. Um, <laughs> called wild honey nectar. And well, let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead and move over to Ezra Parter. Okay, I'm excited to say what I've got to say tonight. All right. (laughs) Soup is always too hot or too cold. (laughs) 
That's number one. Number two, <laughs> soup and cereal should not be eaten with the same size spoon. Get those pho restaurant spoons in your silverware drawers, folks. <laughs> number three, mm. let's normalize soup nuts. All right? They're better <laughs> than crackers. Okay. Oh, boy. I have questions. I do have questions. And you hold those. I do. Hold I'm going to hold those. If your I'm question is, those. what are soup nuts? Google hey, it. hey. You'll be happy. <laughs> Don't Wait, I- does it count when is it is, does it count when you ask a question about your own hot take though? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll allow right, it. We'll allow it. It's, it's Qu- fine. Quincy, why don't you go ahead? And oh man, I didn't know they were, go. they weren't all supposed to not be serious. Um, uh, no, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, in a ham and pineapple pizza, like the Hawaiian flavor pizza, the ham is the weak link, not the pineapple. <gasps> Um, uh, too many mm. wrestling title belts just have a fucking logo on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Title championship titles need to have uh, like an eagle or a flag or two tiny dudes wrestling in front of the title. Uh, they should look like gold and jewels. Um, you can have a logo on there. That just can't be the whole thing. It needs to have like tiny dudes wrestling over an eagle over a globe with gems around it. Um and finally, nice. uh, as long as we're doing first past the post, two people, like only one person wins voting systems, uh, American democracy will always be flawed. And that should be one of our biggest uh, things that we need to focus on changing um, or else everything else doesn't it doesn't matter because the system will always make you vote against something bad that you don't like instead of for what you actually want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. all right. Cool, 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 cool. No questions, no questions. Yo, that man came in fucking hot. Sorry, I, I just I just want to know. Everyone needs to understand that Steven Sotelo is a huge wrestling fan. So if you, oh, oh my God, I can't wait for more people to see his face. And I've never right. seen it, but I agreed with everything. Fuck yeah, <laughs> Edward James, go ahead, buddy. Once again, just Edward's fine, babe. <laughs> hot take number All one. All right, <laughs> that's hot take number one. Yeah. I'll take number two. Mm, let's see. I'm debating. I think I'm going to join Quincy by uh, bringing up some serious stuff. You know? Uh, I'll take number two. Most of you that I know, you're not funny. You're not funny. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll take number three. Uh, <laughs> Preston's real, real and it's looking at you in the face and it's got all pink on. It's got all pink on and babe. I'm, 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 this is a throwback. This is a throwback. I'm shouting out Cameron 2002, baby fat. <laughs> you with the vibe. Nice. What was your Very... first take? Hey, hey, <laughs> guys, stop no questions. breaking your own rule. <laughs> no questions. Denzel Ward. All right, here we go. Let me get a sip of my orange juice. Uh, number one. Women aren't better communicators. They just like talking more. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? Hold on a second. Uh, there you can do that again. <laughs> oh, that's what you did. I didn't see it. <laughs> My boba. Uh, yeah. Um, number two, a little lighthearted. When you think about it, being gay just might be more normal than being straight. Uh, and the last one, think about it. Think about it. The last one, traditional chick flicks are more unrealistic than superhero films. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Really okay. feeling the one woman on the team vibe right now. 
Yep. 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 I'll keep calling it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, please do. Please do. That's the best okay. running joke we have. I just want <laughs> you to know that, Ezra. That's the best running joke we have. All right. I'm going to go ahead and go and do mine now. All right. Mine is Grease 2 is the better of the Grease films. <laughs> Real Housewives Jesus. of Orange County. Real Housewives of Orange County is a perfect story of America in the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, my last hot take is Denzel Ward hot one hot takes. That's my final answer. Now it's the last thing I will say. So thank you so much for joining us for Blue Ball Hot Takes, everybody. I Denzel didn't know it was a competition. Uh, I would have said so well, many more things about soup. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> So great. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. Ah, man, I have so many questions about a lot of those. But we're going to go ahead and uh, move over to our second segment here. Steve and I are going to go bounce out real quick. We'll give everybody else a thumbs up when we're about ready. We will see you in about two seconds. And Amelia, why don't you go ahead and uh, lead, uh, lead us on. Just go ahead and vamp a little bit for us. Okay? Fucking vamp. Hey, what's up, Finger Guns listeners? This is Adam Macias. I just want to remind you, please go follow us on Instagram at GoFingerGuns and uh, check out our website at FingerGunsComedy.com. If you haven't already, please go ahead and rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps out the show. We will read them live on air, and uh, you'll never know what will happen. I do want to shout out to Hillary Rich, who says, very funny. Thank you, Hillary. Super good. So please go ahead, rate and review us. It takes about five seconds. It's in the link in the show right now. Just go ahead and click it and give us a review. All right. So we still can't uh, talk about our uh, hot There's takes, I guess. But if you wanted to say anything and then we... You know, yeah, let's, let's do that. If... Let, we're not we're not talking about them, but hypothetically speaking, Amelia. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, hi, uh, and, got it. And anyone else in the room, Quincy, Ezra, my man Ed. If you guys did have any questions for anyone's uh-huh. hot takes, anyone's could have been Adams, could have mm-hmm. been Ed's, could have been Ezra. Ezra dropped some hot knowledge about soup. I yeah, like that knowledge. Coming out of all that is, what are soup nuts? Man, that's a great question. I'm a Google. <laughs> tell you, they're a thing we had at summer camp, uh, which is <laughs> Jewish. Oh, we're talking about this one. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Amelia. 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 I'm sorry. As we're really, really quick. No, go. Did for you? It. Did we? Did we not all listen to Adam say we try to talk over each other? Amelia, come on. At least try. <laughs> talk over who? Talk over. Ezra was speaking. Exactly. So it wasn't everyone. It was Ezra. I can communicate, yeah. guy. That's why I'm talking to you, because you're the only one doing it. So you're Ezra. Ezra. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, am I? What was I'm sorry, question? Ezra. Yeah, I agree. Oh, Ezra is my everyone. Ezra is my Obi Wan Kenobi. Please speak, Master. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who? Uh, uh, to to Matt Gervia in the chat. Um. Uh. Yeah. I'd love to uh, teach you to be Luke Skywalker someday. Um. <laughs> I think that's what that you were looking for from me. I think he said Ezra is my Obi Wan Kenobi, and I'm now responding to it. Uh, but I just want to say, um, Quincy, you said something, and nobody I just said could you're, hear it. you're at camp. Continue. The oh yes, 
so yeah soup nuts are a camp thing and they're really good and they they like have a little bit of like a i don't know if it's the chicken broth or the soup nuts themselves but they kind of taste mm-hmm. like they're little crunchy they're little crunchy uh, and the, we... oh wait what separates them from crackers this is so important they don't lose uh, their crunch as they get soggy they don't even get soggy all right that's wait they don't get soggy this I mean, is very oh okay wow that's impressive that's impressive. No, like, cause like when things get soggy and like, like you mentioned cereal or in like when you eat salads and you have croutons, it just gets gross and it gets real depressing. But you're telling I me do they don't really this. get soggy. That's, that's an impressive nut. I'll tell you that much. That's an impressive Ooh. nut. Okay. I just Googled them. They are Israeli. Um, so like if you're boycotting Israel for whatever reason, don't get them. But if you're not, uh, uh, are, there, are they only manufactured in Israel? Like they are not well, anywhere else in the world. The brand I'm thinking of is o- Osem O S E M mini croutons, and we called them soup nuts. But mm. there are soup nuts that aren't those. I what? love that we're talking about soup nuts, and I think this is a wonderful discussion. Uh, well, I, however, I, I, I think in, it's... A, in, a, in risk of asking something about the hot take, I have never heard of a soup nut. Yeah. And uh, I, I feel like maybe you're playing a prank on me by talking about them so much. I just that's that's how I feel right now. Listen, two things in response to that. One, Adam, I would never prank you. <laughs> <laughs> and two, they're real. I had them at summer camp. They're so good. They're not called soup nuts. They're called mini croutons. They're by oh. a brand name called Osem out of Israel. Uh, I for sure. Uh, I'm plugging that brand. I'm not sponsored by them. But if I was, I, I would love it. Osem, if, if you're out there thinking, I want to sponsor a comedian at random in, in America, I'm your guy. I love you, Osem. <laughs> well, this reminds I, me I, there's I, a thing called soup to nuts to refer to, like, the entire thing. But if soup nuts are both for soup and are nuts, then would that not just be a single moment and not an entire meal's worth of time? That's a whoa. great it's, whoa. I think whoa. It, it's definitely playing on that, right? Whoa, mm. Quincy, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Well, I think as we're waiting for uh, Steve to figure out what's going on with his computer, um, let's. why don't we talk about the Locomoco a little bit there, Quincy? So what? what is it that, uh, why do you think you wanted to add this one? Steve, do you need to be added to the kit? Stab it. Let's see what's going on with Steve. No, That's he's not thing. there. Why don't we, uh, Quincy, wh- wh- tell us a little bit about the Locomoco. So the Locomoco is, uh, again, not from my own heritage or whatever. It's just a food I enjoy. Um, it's, it's made in Hawaii in like the 50s, I want to say, or like maybe right before the 50s. So it's not like some super old food. Um, it's basically just rice, uh, a burger patty, um, then that's covered with gravy and then topped with a fried egg. It's a real like chill, you know, takeout food, diner food. Um, cafe food like so it's not this like uh super pretentious thing but it's i I know a lot of folks from there love it i love getting it uh here um in the the continental u.s um aloha cafe where uh steve was mentioning i i also live in alhambra uh don't oh really Um, hell yeah is uh It's we pretty, all went there's pretty, pretty good. The Although fun. my favorite one is at from Hukilau in San Jose's Japantown because the gravy was super good, their burger was giant, everything was amazing. Uh, so yeah, it's a really simple dish. It's like rice, burger, gravy, egg. Uh, the one I'm gonna do for y'all today, do you're gonna do it? I'm just gonna talk at you. Uh, is <laughs> um, 
not going to be a, like a traditional, like simple brown gravy. Normally it's just like a beef gravy or chicken gravy, right? Like a brown gravy, thick, easy. I'm going to do a Penang curry instead. So I'm Thai Chinese American and Penang curry is one of my favorite curries. Um, it's a little bit spicy, a little bit nutty. Um, I think it still works well as a sauce and it works well with beef. So that's why I'm going to sub that in as the sauce. This is why anyone who's like loves Loco Moco and, or is from Hawaii or whatever, I'm sorry, this is not meant to be traditional. Don't get mad at me. I'm not <laughs> claiming like people should eat the real thing too and support your like Hawaiian cafe food. Uh, this is why you're just making it at home instead of like Ooh. paying someone to do it. Oh, it looks like we got Steve finally on the horn. What's going on, bud? Just a special shout out. Just a special shout out to Edward who's holding this for me. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoy this meal with me, so it'll be fun. Oh, awesome! Right okay, cool. So uh, that means, are you ready, Steve? Yes. Okay. All right. Awesome. Let's... All right. Let's uh, let's do it. What 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 should we do first? I got I got all the ingredients here. All um, right. Um. So, is your beef patties already seasoned with salt and pepper? Yes. Okay. Great. We're... So, I think so we're gonna just... we're gonna we're gonna leave right, Adam. Great idea. Uh, no, you guys, you guys can hang out. You can totally welcome to chime in whenever you're ready, but whenever you're down, but that's totally fine. Ooh, now now it's all verticals. Okay, now we're good. Um, uh, all right. So get your get your pan hot. I would set it. Are you both on gas? Uh, I'm on gas. Yeah. Great. Steroids are bad for you. You should leave. Uh, you should get off of those. But um, <laughs> for your stoves, uh, you should turn up to like a medium high heat. Um. It depends on how big your burger is. If you made it on the bigger end, um, we're going to want it like a little bit like medium heat so that it takes longer to cook. So it cooks all the way through. Uh, these are on camera. I can't tell how big that is. That might as well be a quarter to me. Um, so my hand, two, my, are you threatening me uh, or the burger? Has, uh, I have a pound patties and I have a half pound patty. Oh my God. So half pound patty, definitely. I would, I would, since you're on gas, you can change the heat. Start hot, start on like the, the on the higher end. Um, okay. And then once once you're going, you lower it so that it like keeps cooking but slower. Okay. Okay. Mine's already so, at four hundred and twenty-five degrees. Great. In that case, put a little bit of oil on there and slap the slap the patty on there. Oh, okay. or gently I'm, place whatever. Like the, I'm waiting for mine to join right or to, to heat up a little bit right now. Yeah. Um. So. so if you're not sure how hot your oil is yet, and you don't have like a thermometer or whatever, one of the easiest ways you like yeah feel above the pan a little bit. Um, that's mm -hmm. one way. Another way is, uh, like, if you tilt your pan, um, you should see the oil running. It, it should be, like, so visc... Uh, like, the, it should be so thin that it mm -hmm. runs down straight instead of having to, like, slowly, you know. So um, what chefs call is, like, it has legs, where if you pour yes. it, it just pours straight down and, has uh, and like, has streaks instead like of, like, wide, slowly... Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, if it starts smoking, uh, it's too hot, and then you should get your meat on there as soon as possible. <laughs> Okay. All right. It's it just it was just turned out about like two minutes ago. Should so it's still heating up a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's it. I was just gonna say my my burger here. Uh, it's just as big as my fist, and I have I have about the same size hands as Donald Trump. So very very big, very big hands. If that's mm -hmm. helpful at all. So okay. these are so these are sliders. Got it. And uh... Quincy, I had a question. So did you want this? Uh, like based on our preference of like burger patty or did you want this specifically like medium medium uh well? you know if you i would say do it the way you like it um you know like on the cheaper cafe ends they would probably just do it all the way through to make sure that no one got sick or whatever the the best one i had was definitely a medium rare so it was like juicy and tender and amazing cook it uh, the way you want to cook it um while you're waiting maybe there's a good time to uh like if you you've already cooked your rice you have white rice ready 
Yes. Yeah, I got, I got that right here. Awesome. So I would say, like, here's a fancy way to plate rice. Um, take, like, a small bowl or a ring mold, put rice in that, and then flip it onto the plate. So, like, wait, a bigger bowl than this? or a or small, Like a small bowl, because you want the rice to just be, like, around the size of the patty, give or take. It's fine if it's a little bit bigger. Okay. Okay, I got one. Alright. I just want to say I know I'm not there right now in either of your kitchens, but it smells so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you smell something right now, Ezra, I would definitely check outside and make sure you're safe. That's My mom's probably cooking, but I'm assuming <laughs> okay. it's your food. Okay. But yeah, I would say like, um, yeah, that little bowl's fine, Edward. Uh, it's not, you're not Edward, but Steve. Uh, Edward is the sign on the thing um steve and uh put right yeah like just pack it with rice it doesn't have to be super packed just enough that it fills the bowl and when you flip it onto the plate it'll like be a shape it'll look nice that way you think it should be more only because it's uh that's that's the only reason it looks like a shape is because you've like packed a little bit i think if you're not going to pack it to the top like uh push it in a bit and then when you flip it onto the plate make sure it falls down in one piece Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. This okay. is purely presentation. This affects food, like the taste zero. I'm excited for this. I, this looks so. It already like smells really good in here. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like feeling this like presentation thing. I was a sous chef in uh, in college, oh, so what? we had to make every, we had to make everything like uh, very presentational with like little medleys and, and shit like that. So Adam, did you get um, the meat into the pan yet? No, I'm going to throw that in right now. Yeah, you should get doing that. I think that. we're good. Okay. He's going to be ahead of you. Oh, we're right. Okay, shit. Okay. So I got, I'm going to cook two of them right now just in case uh, something happens here. Okay, so that is in the pan. Cool. Uh, Steve, Matt, you really know what you're doing there, so I'm not going to like babysit your burger as much. It sounds like you know the doneness you like and stuff. I think that's a yes. Awesome. Matt Gervia in the chat, Matt Gervia pointed out that it's it's odd that both kitchens are the same color and Adam and Ed have the same stove. Uh, Adam and Steve have the same stove. That is true. But I think I have more burners than him. Let's see. You, perhaps. You have more burners? I have more burners than him. Does he have four? Oh, he got, most, I guess he does. Most people have four, unless you live in like a tiny New York apartment. Or you're rich enough to have bought your own stove, so it has more than four. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, one to two minutes left. So, um, what was that? Oh, my burger is almost done. It's about one to two. Cool. So, um, you know, once the burger's done, go ahead and just take it out and place it onto the rice. Or, or set it aside. Actually, set it aside. We'll assemble at the end. Okay. Okay. So I got the you. rice on top of. So so take the rice and put it onto a plate. Like, flip it onto a plate. What kind of plate Like a flat plate. Like a plain flat plate. Square plate okay. or rounded squares. And I so think, Adam, what uh, you want to make sure you do is like... um. Uh, definitely um, make sure the burger has like some color on it, like some browning on it, so that mm -hmm. it looks a little bit of that like crusty stuff. That's that's the delicious stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is it's already looking really good right now. Awesome. 
I just tricked you into making a burger. It's really. <laughs> I love making burgers. It's one. It's one of my things I make like throughout the week. I just make like a shitload of burger, like burgers, and just throw them in the refrigerator, and I just eat them like whenever I'm hungry. I, I like I'm not that I'm not that type of person that makes food to like for deliciousness ever. So this is like really me. Like I eat oats and and a protein shake for breakfast every morning. Like this isn't like something I. This is the broiling dude. <laughs> I eat oats, protein shakes, and burgers only. Just burgers, dude. I just wanted to add really quick, Adam. Uh, due to your recent comments, I feel like Gordon Ramsay would be immensely disappointed in you. That was all. Oh, geez. Uh, we got uh, a hot take just coming in the hot kitchen right now. Uh, well, so this is this isn't a hot take. This is more of concern, Adam. If you're just throwing raw meats into the fridge and then eating them later? No, I'm, is I'm that what I heard? Fucking, I'm making it. What are you talking about? Burger <laughs> well, implies cooking. If you're cooking it later in the week, then that's also bad and I'm concerned for your health. Okay, bye. Uh, I just want to support Adam really quick here. He did point out that Thank he you. cooks the food and then freezes Thank it. You. That Thank was all you. I wanted to add in. Uh, I just want to say, though, Adam, if you are slaughtering a cow in your backyard and just eating it okay. off the ground, that's not good, man. I haven't, I haven't done that in good years. Good point, Ezra. Good uh, point. Thank you. I just thought it was. I just thought you should know. Um, so, uh, Steve, is, is your burger good? Uh, so far, it smells good. Uh, but so far, I've only made the beef. So I'm okay. Like, so if it's done, go ahead and take it off, and we can move you to the next one. How much butter are we going to need? Just a little bit of butter, like uh, I would say, like like a table tablespoon or two. I'm just letting mine cook a little bit longer. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, Ed, can we get a close up on the on the cooking on the stove? And see what's going on in there. Live direction. Can we go to camera three for the? <laughs> oh, we got Actually, one. Adam, too. Yeah, I think I can do this. Oh, he brought it. Do over. that real quick. Thank you, Ed. Yeah. yeah. I just want to shout out to uh, to Adam's shirt. Good shirt choice, buddy. Good shirt choice. Thank you. Oh yeah, this one. Yeah. You know, notorious. But let me see if I can get a second <laughs> angle here. Nose uh, cam. Uh, Steve, your shirt's cool too. I guess. Uh, it's a little bit more self promotional than Adam's shirt, but you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. Ed, I was in the chat complimenting your camera work. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start putting your nose in front of it, and I gotta say, three hundred percent better. It's great. Keep doing it. All right, Steve, is your is your burger out of the out of the pan? Are you done with the burger? You can set it aside for now if it is. He said it's done now. Okay, go ahead and take it out of the pan. I'm the cameraman and the liaison between you, Quincy, and Steve. So you'll be hearing a lot of my voice from now on. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, this is uh, while I'm cooking right now. So All right, so sure everybody can empty, see my face. Um, put the butter and the onions in there. Put the butter and the onions in the pan. All right, butter time. Uh, brown onion or green onion? What, oh, the, onion? The, the onion, brown onion. Brown. So um, basically, any any sort of like meat stuff, grease that's kind of stuck to the pan, um, you're gonna use the you're gonna like cook the onions in there, 
um, and use that to kind of um, the water from the onions will come out a little bit and that'll like deglaze the pan. That's going to take out anything that's going to um, that's going to take out. Yeah, like any of the, the, the bits stuck to there. So you get that flavor back off. So this is going to take a few minutes. You're just going to like keep stirring your onions. You can keep the heat at medium to medium high. Um, you don't need to fully caramelize them. I, I personally like them where they're just kind of sweated. So they're like translucent, but they don't have to be like broken down and like deep brown. You have to caramelize them, just uh, sweat them a little bit. Okay. You're kind of deglazing the pan. Is that right, Quincy? He's just deglazing the pan. Deglazing the pan and and sautéing the onions a bit. Okay. So wait, I added the I added the butter to this. Go ahead and take, much, put some onions in there. How much onions do you think we should use? Like a, just a handful? Um, Steve, used way more than I thought you would put in. Uh, yeah, you don't. You only need a bit. Okay. Cool. What are we at? Like a, like a light heat right now? Like I was go medium, medium high. You want to get the onions yeah. cooked, but they don't need to char or brown. Like they don't need to like fully caramelize. Not for this. Exactly. But keep, but, uh, but keep it stirring. Okay. He's taking some out because he has a whole lot. Adam, I just want to root you on because you're multitasking and you're doing a great fucking job of it, buddy. Okay. Yeah, I'm a fucking entertainer, bro. There you go. You do that thing. <laughs> uh, the onions look good in the nose cam. So, so um. While it's cooking there, uh, I also let's see, oh um while while you still have some oil in the pan, some some fat in the pan, take about a, a tablespoon or two of the um of the curry paste. This is the Penang curry paste, and you're gonna want to like fry that up in the oil as well. While the while the the onions in there, yeah, so a little bit of the okay. chili paste, the chili paste, and put the chili paste in the pan is that correct quincy yeah uh, like about about a uh, tablespoon or two of the curry paste go ahead and uh, fry some of that curry paste in the pan with onions table but you want them to put the chili paste in there with some of the onions yeah like it, well, it can it can cook in there while the onions are cooking in there because that's uh we're basically making the sauce right now i squeeze it out of there too I, I don't usually measure it but i wanted to give you a sense of how much to put in yeah i think i might have just Put a decent amount in there. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. With some of the onions. Yes. There we go. Uh, and then and then you want to like, break up the curry into the oil. Like you want it to fry up a bit. So so de chunkify it, make it look less like a duke, you know. Um, making the sauce. Okay. Essentially. Sorry for the noise, y'all. So, so Quincy, uh, what got you into storytelling uh, to begin with? Aside from uh, you wanting to tell stories, uh, what else can we? What kind of uh, inspired you to to uh, really want to produce your own show? Um, you know, like I, I've been into like theater since I was a kid. I'm a nerd for all sorts of things, and I think as like time has gone on and I've grown older, I'm like, oh, like the the core thing I really believe is like we got to tell more stories of stories that are not being told, right? Whether that's from communities or peoples or histories that are not being told. And for me, that can be both fictional, like acting and writing and creative stuff, as well as nonfiction, like doing this podcast and doing histories and stuff. And I think so much of it is that 
we're so used to the idea that like there's only limited space to tell stories. So all of us are always like, how do we tell the one best one? Like the one thing I write has to be perfect or the one story we tell about ourselves has to be perfect. And I'm like, well, mm -hmm. we just need to tell more of it instead of having to worry about like the one thing, because no one thing will be perfect. But if we keep telling more stories, people will understand our, uh, each other better. We get to like show how diverse and different and like wider varieties are. And to me, like that's kind of the basis of a lot of, other good stuff happening on it. Not to say that that's the only good thing that can happen. That's just what I care about a lot. I do have a question for you, uh, just to transition s s quickly to the uh, uh, the sauce here. It's a little chunky. I don't know what's going on here. It might, yeah, so it's because you haven't put any real liquid in there yet, right? So you're just frying it in the oil just to get the aromatics to really like spread them in the oil. If, there's, if, if it feels dry, you can add a little bit more oil in there. Um, okay. Some like but, olive oil? Yeah, a little bit of olive oil is fine. Um, if if you can, is it really fragrant? Can you really smell it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it smells. So I, I would say if you can if you can smell it now, fry it a little bit longer. Um, it should not like burn or anything. So like he, like watch out, watch your heat. Um, but once it's in there a little bit, um, go ahead and like I would say open up the can of coconut milk, and maybe start with like half the can of coconut milk. So we were actually going to ask. So we he said he didn't know what size. I got it, Steve. Uh, he didn't know what's he didn't know what size. So he got like a. A few small ones. Uh, this is about 5.6 fluid ounces. Oh, if it's a small one, dump the whole small one in. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. You want them to do that right now? Yeah, yeah. If, 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 you, if, like the oil, if uh, you've been, like, frying up the paste a little bit, it should be nice and fragrant. Go ahead and put it all in. So while they're doing this, I, I found that a, a lot of people who uh, gravitate towards storytelling were interacted with a story of uh, of some kind as in their youth that really resonated with them is there anything like that for you i guess because i think of storytelling as like being really wide you know what i mean so like when i was young i just i just like doing theater because it got me out of the house i was a latchkey kid so it let me be somewhere and not by myself um i played a lot of like tabletop role-playing games as a kid which like oh. uh uh was not Super cool then, but like kind of like, you know, nerdy, normal thing to do. And into my college years, I like knew no one that did it. And then all of a sudden in the past few years, I feel like since celebrities are doing it and streamers are doing it, like it's the cool thing now. So I'm actually even on a, a Star Trek adventure show. Oh, oh yes. What, go ahead and plug that. That's in the uh, that's in the banners right now. Uh, if somebody wants to throw yeah, it out add, up yeah, there. Yeah. Tell me about that. It's actually it should be at the bottom there. Well, tell me, yeah, where, um, where can we find you there? Um, it's like so. Uh, it's on um, twitch.tv slash Q times. Uh, but the easiest way to follow, because that, that the channel hosts a bunch of different game shows and stuff like that, um, you can fo follow us at, at Blood Void RPG. Um, so we're the spin off show of an existing show called Clear Skies, which is actually also running right now. Don't tune away to them. You can find their archive later. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> um, and they're a Star Trek adventure show. So Star Trek Adventures is like a, a role-playing game that's set in the Star Trek universe. And um, uh, by the way, that curry looks good. I would say yeah. right now, for um, if your curry looks like a sauce, like stir it up together, uh, go ahead and take it off the heat. The, you'll still have residual heat from your pans. Um, okay. But yeah, stir it up so it looks like a curry. Can I get a, a look at Steve's curry to make sure it looks good? Cool. That looks like a sauce. Um, uh, now, uh, uh, so this is the part where it gets a little bit confusing is that like, um, cause I can't be there to check. Uh, I would say season it with like a couple dashes of fish sauce and a, and like a spoonful of sugar. 
not, not a ton. You're not going nuts with these. It's just Are to give it a little bit more medicine? saltiness and sweetness. Okay, so spoon, just a little, just a little dash of oil or a fish sauce here. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, I'm curious why yours is in a jar, but sure. He, uh, Steve, Steve, and I bought the same ingredients, and he gave me a, a jar. Cool. cool. Uh, I was like, yeah. I don't know who sold you fish sauce in a jar, and not in like a labeled bottle. Uh, you should check. You should check your sources. They're not. It's not that yeah, expensive, yeah. so I don't know. You got bootleg just, fish sauce. I, I, yeah, I just went to this guy on the street and said he got uh, gave me some fish sauce. I was like, okay, cool, man. Fermenting some fish in my trunk. You want some? Um, anyway, so the I show don't... is called uh, so the main show is called Clear Skies, and um, it's a really a bunch of fun, folks. And it, you're just like playing live RPGs in the Star Trek universe, and we're the spinoff show where we play Klingons. Um, so Ooh. if you're into Star Trek at all, you know they're like super metal and like fighters and they like drink and party and fight a bunch and that's super fun so we're the monthly show so we actually go on next week um we're the last mondays of the month but the main show is also super that's called clear skies and they're great too how does that work as far as like shows go is it are we putting uh costumes on are we doing sound effects how much Um, is is there a production level to it there is. I think originally it was planned to do this all before the corona. Um, and so they had like a studio and stuff where people would like, you know, moderately dress up. But even though we're just sitting at tables playing like a game, right? Um, just so that mm-hmm. it's fun to watch. Uh, what we're doing now is we're dressing up kind of, but staying at home still. Um, and we're just streaming it. Um, so I've learned to contour makeup so that my face can have like alien makeup, which is funny because I don't know how to contour for beauty, but now I know how to contour for Klingon ridges. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Uh, let's see. I got, I got the, I got the fish sauce going here. Uh, it's, it, that's already in there. Put the spoonful of sugar in there. Cool. The um, last thing you need to do right now is fry an egg. So if you have a second pan to fry a single egg, sunny side up, you can do, um, over easy if you feel ambitious, but, uh, you know, okay. up to you. I, I just realized I should have used my cast iron for this, this whole time, but, uh, that's totally fine. But yeah, like a, a decent amount of oil in a pan, fry up a single egg, um, mm-hmm. and then we'll assemble, and then you'll be good to go. Oh my um, gosh, I get excited to eat this. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I, love, the food? I love food, and like Hawaiian food was something I discovered when I went to college, and there was a really good Hawaiian restaurant near where me and my friends lived, and we would go there all the time, and I was like, oh, this is just like delicious fried everything this is so good i know there's other varieties to hawaiian food of course but uh but what i was doing was skillet stuff and man i'm i wish i had some yeah i want to be thoughtful about like you know hawaii has a bunch of different cultures there and of course indigenous hawaiian folks like there's a very long history tradition for for like their food and their culture and i want to be like mindful like this is not that like this is very much like a mid-20th century thing uh like native indigenous hawaiian folks were not eating like a burger on rice you know um uh you know but there's like a lot of like these you know um like these barbecue park stuff and then there's a lot of folks who eat like eat like um these like plant tubers and roots that can become like uh starches and desserts and of course there's like a lot of Asian American influence there, a lot of Japanese American foods. So like when you go to a place that's like a Hawaiian restaurant or Hawaiian cafe, you're seeing a lot of these influences. And um, while mixing all them together is also great. I think it's thoughtful to know, like they come from different things and we got to like think about that too. It's not just all like one paintbrush, you know? 
A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The place I want to give them a shout out. If anybody's in Seattle, you should go to Hawaii, Hawaii BBQ on University Way. It's very good. There's one old man who works there. He runs the counter and the kitchen. He's awesome. And he, the menu is like very clearly labeled as being like, this is my this is my Thai food. This is my whatever food. I'm going to jam it all onto one plate and call it Hawaiian food. Uh, and, um, you know, it uh, it's great. It's great. That's awesome. I mean, I'm I'm already very excited about this. I love anything with an egg on it. Uh, I'm a big fan of fat burger, and uh, so I think this is going to be. I'm very excited for it. So while you guys are finishing up that egg, go ahead and let's start assembling it in a plate. Um, so you want to put your rice down first. Hopefully, you already flipped that bowl of rice onto your plate. I did not. Do I need to cut anything else? You think? Probably not. I don't think so. Um, the only reason I mentioned the starch earlier was if your curry is thin, which I don't think either of your curries are. If your curry is thin, you can fake thicken it back up with a starch. The starch is used in a, in like a tradition in a real gravy, but since this is a curry, kind of is thick on its own already. Um, but just in case, I had that on deck. Um, so <laughs> okay. I would say uh, so plate. It's the rice on the plate, and then I would uh, the way I would do it is a little bit of a little bit of the sauce on top of the rice. Like a very tiny bit, just so the rice gets to soak up a little bit of something. Okay, okay. Well, I gotta focus on flipping this egg real quick. I don't know how to do it any other way than this. Okay, flipping an egg is also optional if you want to sunny side up. But if you want to go over easy, do your thing. Swing oh. for the fences. <laughs> Wait, so I can just? You think I could just throw it in like this? Do you think? Or uh, just like it, it's hard for me to tell how cooked the oh, top right. is. Yeah, I can um, never tell how to cook the to how cook the top. That's why I always flip them. So I'm gonna, um, I'm just gonna try. If you want to cook it traditional sunny side up, you can put a lid on it and steam it for a second. Um, as for Steve, who's ahead on plating, uh, now that the sauce on the rice, place the burger on there. Burger on next. Yeah, burger on top. Now ladle like a lot of gravy over that whole thing. Um, a lot of the sauce on over all that. Like let it like smother, and then uh, on top of there is when you can put some like the the, uh, the sliced chilies to give it a little bit of color. So, let's see. That's looking good. What do we do? So I got I got the burger on the on the on the rice there. All right. So ladle ladle uh, ladle a good chunk of gravy over it over the sauce over it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So the last thing to do uh, with uh, after you put the, those chilies on there is go ahead and put your fried egg on top. Is that multiple eggs? Swing for the fences. Go all out. I think he's making two meals. Oh, man. Amazing. And then over that, I would say then garnish with a little bit more uh, scallion and chilies. A little bit more scallion and chilies. And then that's it. Then you're done. Okay, so I got my sauce on top of my burger here, a generous right. amount. Yeah, and so we got a little, little bit of the chilies on there, on, over the sauce. Okay, okay let me just uh, get this on here for everybody. That's plenty. Go ahead Now go ahead and put your egg over that. Okay, let me get that egg going here. Okay. Ooh, nice plating from, from Steve. That's, that's some good layering. Thank you. I just want to say that I'm not surprised that Steve has uh, excellent plating uh, because Edward's there. Also, Steve is a is an excellent cook himself. I'm just here to support, guys. 
All right. Hey, man, shout out to me for being the liaison, the cameraman, the lightsaber. Yeah, I think while we're supporting Steve, let's remember to support Edward. This camera work has been fantastic. <laughs> All right, let's see. I got the... Oh my God, this guy right here. Ooh, gorgeous. All right, so what you want to do over that is um, garnish with a little bit more chili and scallion, and then you're good to eat. That's really that's really pretty plating too. And scallion, we got we, we we're gonna do green green onions here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I didn't want to. I didn't want to add yet, Adam. Adam, excellent job, excellent job. You're doing you're doing great, buddy. Okay. Oh, that was a good so pop. That, the way you just dropped that in there, that was oh oh that man is good. That man is good. All right. All right, cool. So, um, I think is it is it tasting time? Is that what we should do I think next? You, I think you guys are good to taste. Okay, I'm gonna bring my wife out here, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna try it out. Hopefully, she's a. I'll be right back, and uh, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll see how it tastes. Here we go. I'm I'm excited for this. I also want to say, Adam, the camera work to be cooking one handed while camera while working the other <laughs> camera. It's great, and I am I do consider oh, yeah. myself a camera work critic, and I I love that I got the opportunity mm. to bust that out. Mm. Yeah, Can we get a zoom in on? Sorry, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I, was, I think we're gonna think of the same thing. Uh, like tighten in and get that yolk shot if you want. Yes, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you. Yolk shot. <laughs> get the yolk. Ed, let's see it. I need this shot on my laptop. Let me just figure out a way to tighten this shot on my laptop. I got it. I got you it. Got I got it, it baby. Okay. Oh, there oh, it is. oh yeah, that's what if we you want. If you want to bring the plate, scoot in. To, yeah, to just the bring camera, it in. The yolk drip. Yeah. Turn it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm, mm. Good. There's this great uh, old <laughs> game show, like cooking show from Japan, where uh, it would be like celebrity guests, but two chefs, and each of the chefs would present a different dish that they would want to do, um, and the and the celebrity guests would pick which side they would like, which one they would want to have. Uh, and the cruel thing is, whichever side wins the vote, the chef makes the food for those people that voted for that dish, and the losing side gets to just sit there and watch them eat it. <laughs> That's cruel. Oh, my gosh. Um, All right. I think we're ready to see Adams. Are we doing it from your nose cam? Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. I'm right here. So uh, let's see. There's there's my cat uh, who's just deciding to hang out. Nah, more cake. We gotta unmute you, baby. Oh, I see. I see. I, I messed up. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm I didn't on my... that again. Oh, okay. So sorry about that. That was my that was that was my cat that was there earlier. This is my wife, Catherine Harmon. Uh, that's 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 our that's our picture right there. But then also, more importantly, <laughs> that's that's proof right there. That's proof that we're married. <laughs> um, and uh, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. I'm going to cut it like they do in Spanish. Okay, let's let's do it. Yes. Yeah. Make sure you get that yolk shot. Get that get that yolk shot. We're getting that yolk shot. Here we go. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's okay. She does this perfect. Oh. Oh. 10 out of 10. Oh, would recommend. Would recommend. <laughs> right. Let's see. So the idea is that you want to just get all like all that messy stuff into one good bite, right? Because it's like so we want to get all the, the messy stuff, and the rice yeah. and the meat. Yeah, yeah, I'll get it, get yeah. I just want to say that our commentary is an awful lot like the anime show Food Wars. It's getting pretty Ooh. weird. I just want to point that out. Only a million yeah, Edward and maybe Ezra will get it. I, uh, I laughed anyway. 
Okay, uh, thank you. I appreciate that sympathy uh, laugh. Well, no, all right, like we got reference. That looks like Kate Harmon thinks it, it, it. I think I think she uh, she enjoyed it quite quite a bit. So um, did we get did we get a consensus from the Steve Steve Satello and and Edward Rosales part over there? Well, I only got to see Ed uh, Steve eating it. So I mean, I don't know if I don't it's know if we can just go. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Ed, right, well, did you try it? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is All that because right, well, Steve's not sharing or because you don't want to? Uh, no, I, uh, to be completely honest, it looked raw. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. All right, well, I'm going gonna, gonna to go jump on my, I'm going to go jump on my desk over there. I'll see you guys in a bit. Uh, give me one second. I'll, uh, and we should uh, go over You'll these be what? comments. You'll be what? <laughs> Uh, we had a couple of comments say that uh, we should definitely make this a weekly thing, and I, I kind of, I kind of want to do this. I, I would, would love to do this. Uh, what about you guys? Yeah, I want to cook with you guys. <laughs> also, so like one guys. week you'll troll it, and it'll be like this is a super difficult <laughs> French like technique that uh, even French chefs screw up ninety percent of the time. Good luck, you got thirty minutes. Definitely. And can I also say, Quincy, you did a wonderful job explaining the directions to Stephen Adam. It was just it makes sense that you're a storyteller because they were so clear, they were so like precise, and. It was great. It was wonderful. And I, this and is partially I, also why I picked this thing because, again, the, tr the actual traditional version is just rice, burger, gravy, egg. So, like, yeah. I gave myself room to be like, oh, that's not how a burger should look, just in case, like, they messed that up. <laughs> it came out great. Steve, what did you, uh, I did. <laughs> what did you, uh, what did you think about the process, Steve? After trying it, all right. So, like, all of the prep is extremely, extremely easy. Um, it's just when you hear that, like, oh, you're making like a coconut curry sauce, like for someone like me who's never made it, I've had it plenty of times, but it, it was, it's so simple. And it's kind of crazy how we don't make it more. Like I have all of that paste now. I'm going to be making coconut curry a lot more. And it's kind <laughs> of insane. It, the flavors were so good. Um, the onion really broke down within the sauce and it gave a nice texture within like the the tastes that you're getting um yeah. the the spices in it very very good um the burger crisp crunchy on the outside that soft exterior or interior on the inside uh with the the fresno chili on top um and the crunch of the green onion fantastic the fried egg oh that's like the perfect like Drunk meal for someone who's got like a little bit more class than like the average person. <laughs> um, now you understand why I got into it in college. It's <laughs> so good. It is. It was so fantastic. Um, how, did it look good? Did it, did it look decent for you guys? I was trying to make it as like artistic as I could. Definitely. Uh, well, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it did look like a, your egg was a pancake, but that's just me being a harsh food wow. critic. So <laughs> wow. Wow! Uh, just to be a little more than, more than one egg. Do you cook like two or three eggs in there? Is that what happened? Uh, no. What ended up happening is when I cracked it. Uh, I guess the crack went <laughs> right into the uh, the yolk, and so when I opened it up and put it on the skillet, um, it, it ended up kind of splitting the oak the yolk in half. Um, so that's why it started mm. just kind of running around. 
And I was like, well, there's nothing. I can make another egg, but this one's perfectly fine. And uh, it's more about like the taste of it versus like the popping in, having it run, uh, at least for me, because we already had the, the, the coconut curry. Yeah. All right. I just want to say two things. Uh, Adam, your plate just then re- reminded me of like a glitch in the Matrix because it was blending in with the stuff yeah. in the background. And whilst we gave all, uh, out all the shout outs, people multitasking, doing more than one thing. I also just want to shout out uh, young Kate Harmon for uh, not only tasting that food, but commenting at the same time. That's impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> That's impressive. I got to fucking say. Good on I her. I will say, though, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to talk shit or anything, cause but I did see Adams and I was like, "Yo, that burger looks kind of extremely red in the middle." It's at the same. He's still muted. He's still muted. We gotta unmute his. Oh. Uh, no, you guys haven't heard here. me this whole time. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, you just like presented a food in front of us. Oh no. yes, no, no, I wasn't really talking that much, but I did want to say so. Uh, I, I, I want to thank you so much. I think it maybe is a little raw, but also my camera is uh, currently oversaturated to get these uh, not to make not make me look so pale. So my, that also might be part of it. I it never also had might that be problem. A raw. <laughs> oh. Well, the, I, as you can see, I have a lot of uh, pink going on right here, but uh, that's that's just me. But uh, anyways, I think the special shout out we should especially give is uh, Quincy Sirsmith. Thank you yes. so much yes. for doing the show, man. Uh, I, I I can't believe we made a dish and it's not even we're not even that much longer than we said we were going to be. So uh, let's go ahead. Uh, let's let's go wrap it up right here. Uh, Quincy, we talked about your your uh, all the stuff you want to plug, but let's, let's go. Ahead. Give it to us one more time. Where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Quintessence. That's like Quintessence, but like the CE. Um, you can find Asian Americana on your favorite podcast app or at Asian underscore Americana um, or AsianAmericana.com. Uh, and Blood of the Void, uh, which is the streaming show I'm doing, uh, it'll be next week at Blood Void RPG on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find it there and um, they'll have all the details of where you should go watch that. Everybody go check that out. Uh, he's a, This guy is awesome, and uh, I'm sure he's putting out great stuff. Yes, shout out to Matt. Thank <laughs> you so much. Uh, Amelia yes. Gonzalez, what would you like to plug? Uh, I would definitely like to plug my Instagram, Garasta Amelia. I like to post some funny memes on there. Um, yes, I will probably have a direct link to my Twitter over there too soon, so you guys can definitely <laughs> check me out there as well. Got to get that link tree. Uh, as a part of <laughs> yeah. what would you like to plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll plug my Instagram first and foremost. It's at Ezra Pardier. Uh, if you follow me there, you'll see me reposting a lot from at Lester Pips, which is my show, Apocalypse Tips with Lester Pips, uh, Thursdays at 6 on the Pack Theater Twitch. It's fun. I do a weird yeah, character. That was a ride. I have such a fun show. Uh, any any cool guests coming up uh, uh, anytime soon? Cool guests coming up. Um, this week, I've got great guests. I've got um, Nora Hurley from New York, Byron Wu, who I went to high school with and is now a writer here in L.A., and Andres Parada, who's been on the show before. If you've seen the show before and you're Ooh. thinking, who was that guy who who uh, uh, was the crazy guy with no teeth? That's Andy. He could and take I'm his, so excited yeah. uh-huh. to have him back. He is was awesome. He was on the show when I was on it. He was that's right. Uh, what a what a wonderful surprise that was when he came back with no teeth on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Denzel Ward, what would you like to plug? Uh, we'll go ahead and do my Twitter. Uh, it's Sorisuavamente on Twitter. It's the same thing on Instagram. Uh, as always, uh, stream WAP. But also, while you're there, go ahead and stream a song called uh, RWN. You can type in Jihad. That's J A H O D. 
on all of your DSPs and listen to that. Uh, then other than that, I want to shout out my big, my dog, uh, Edward J. Rosales. Just want to shout him out real quick. I know he's here, but I want to just shout him out because that's my dog. Okay, very cool, very cool. Uh, Edward, what would you like to play? Man, nothing, man. Listen, he, he got my Instagram, he got my Twitter. It's, it's all Edward J. Rosales. Listen, I need a boo for this fucking spooky season coming up. I'm trying to send a bouquet to a boo thing. I need her to reply to me. You can follow me. Maybe you'll be like my ex who I just followed. Maybe she'll follow me back. Listen, let's all get along, man. Let's all get along. Let's all live life. Anyways, Steve, Steve Sotelo, what would you like to play? No, no, not anyways. Ed, I feel you, man. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, as I had mentioned before. Too close. Uh, Yo, this is too close. Wanna, this is a great camera. Nose camera. Guys, I'm currently talking to the fans at home. Um, I was trying to big you I, up, but fuck it. I appreciate that, Denzel. <laughs> Um, but you had your time, and this is my time, and my time Ooh, is okay. Okay. That does not work. Um, Remember this. Hey, I can make a grilled cheese next week. I'm sorry oh, that hey. my, my beard is. Should we do competitive grilled cheese? I can make a grilled cheese. Ooh, I can make a. Grilled I'll make cheese. it for Sotelo Gang as long as you guys buy my merch at fingergunscomedy.com. Sotelo Gang, <laughs> there's gonna be a new line of shirts as well uh, coming up soon, <laughs> as well as the anticipated. Amelia Academy shirt. Really? Um, oh, yeah. That will be releasing as well. Um, we're getting merch, guys. We're getting merch. Uh, it's That's... all about opportunities for Finger Guns Comedy uh, to make a little bit more money from you guys. Yes. It's all about the fans. It's all about the fans and helping us <laughs> out. They got to make that money. And listen, if you're a hot single lady and you're a fan, hit me up. Slide in the DMs. Let's get this cracking, babe. Also, if you're a hot single guy, slide in my DMs. Let's get this cracking, babe. Get it cracking. Oh, okay. And if, if I'm more your style, you know, that'd go for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Me and Ed are going to start a party. Yeah. Uh, and two is, the, it's two is the bare minimum. Very cool. Right. Well, thank this you so much. Probably for... just going to be us hanging out. Me and, me and Ed are going to hang out. Everybody, thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, super, super fun. I do feel like looking at Steve right now is like a very, it's like a, his headshot. Uh, I just, uh, I, that's what it's, I'm noticing uh, right now. I've never thought he he looked like um, uh, uh, Manny from uh, Modern Eric. Family. Tim and Eric uh, b- before, but Eric, not Tim, but man, <laughs> doing a real Eric Wareheim. <laughs> Well, I do want to. I do want to say uh, thanks everybody for joining the show. Of course, it's uh, it's just uh, it's uh, it's always a wonderful thing. I want to give a special shout out to Amelia, Ezra, Denzel, Ed, Steve, uh, and Danny who could not make it this week. I, I always want to thank you so much for being a part of this show every week. It's such a wonderful time, and I want to spe- thank our very special guests. Quincy Surismith, please go check out his stuff. But I also want to let everybody know, uh, yes, uh, I don't know if anybody, everybody saw my shirt. Yes, we had the passing of a very, very uh, important Supreme Court justice hap- uh, passed on Friday this week. And now I just want to tell everybody now, it is now more important than ever that you register to vote. You, you, for everybody that is lamenting about the 2020 being one of the worst years ever, you 
Everyone in this country has the power to change it and change your future for the better. So please go register to vote. Uh, you, can, uh, you can go ahead and uh, just register to vote at usa.gov slash register dash twos dash vote. Uh, please go do that. It, it's, tomorrow is a big drive to go do that. And if you're looking to actually do something important to flip the Senate, get the people out of the power that are in power currently, please go to votesaveamerica.com slash adopt a state it's I, I did it you can donate money to states that could use some uh, some campaigning you can donate your time to uh call in to uh flip some registered voters towards the democratic party so please everybody go check that out it is now more important than ever to do that and so i just want to say thank you everybody for coming on the show uh it is it is just the most important thing right now to do something about how we're, what we're doing in America currently. So uh, without further ado, I want to tell everybody, Black Lives Matter, wear a mask, and RIP RBG. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Quincy. Finger Guns Comedy. This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today.